Hey, Russell fans. You're listening to the Wednesday Night War podcast, episode 47. Holy pepperoni. What's up, Warheads? Wednesday Night War podcast, episode 47. Our uh, first episode over a year of doing the show. Yeah, look at that shit. I'm DJ. I'm here with Brett. Hey, pal. Brett, Brett, I meant to bring something up to you, and uh, I probably should have done this off air, because uh, nobody's going to get this, but how much brighter is it in this room? It's so much That's brighter. because right, I fixed some lights. That's right. I'm is, a, that what it, is that I, what you did? I added some lights. I put up some new lights. I'm good at what I do. I don't know. You have a bunch of lights in here, so I don't know which ones work and which ones yeah. don't. Yep. Yep. It is. It's very. It's very bright. It's very bright. It's good. I can see your your handsome face now. That's a lie. That's true. Uh, all right. So, uh, how you doing, pal? I mean, we got some news. We're gonna kick into some stuff. Some AEW NXT. Uh, not on Wednesdays. No. To, on Tuesday and Wednesday. Super Tuesday. Is Super that what Tuesday. They were calling it? Is, uh, NXT up against AEW Dark. <laughs> oh God. Uh, I'm doing well, man. I'm enjoying my week off. Good. Good. Almost your birthday. <laughs> yeah. Almost. Yay. Happy thirty. Happy 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 me. early birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Yay fun. Yay fun. Uh your actually your birthday is the same day as uh AEW pay per view we won't be watching live. No, we won't be, but we will be talking we'll about talk it about later. It. We'll we'll be running Sunday-ish. it down. Sunday ish. Yeah. But uh before that, we're gonna talk about this week's wrestling. Yeah, and let's just touch on it real quick. Go for uh it. on the NXT side of things, mm-hmm. Mauro Ranallo is gone from WWE. Uh, amicably this time. Very good. Thank you. Proud of you. Thank you. I've been working on that, working on my diction. Um, (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) uh, Yeah, so, you know, I I don't know exactly why, if he was just fed up with it or uh, behind the scenes stuff, but he's going to go do some other things and good for him. Uh, I mean, I can't say I'm sad. Uh, No. He he was not my favorite. Uh, He's way better than JR. More on that later, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, uh, you know I hope he does well. I wish him nothing but the best. Uh, but I'm kind of glad he's not going to be calling the wrestling I have to watch every week. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Um, you know, while he was there, he went through some unnecessary bullshit. Yes. Um, but hey, now he's now he's gone, and best wishes. Be- yeah, yeah ab- absolutely. It, all the best in your future endeavors. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't think there's any other news. If there is, I, I don't know. I've, I, I've kind of gone dark a little bit on my phone this week. Yeah. So. Oh, you know what? There is, uh, there is news that I, uh, I read yesterday. And I don't know any truth to it, but I'm going to talk about it real okay. quick. Uh, somebody broke a story, uh, and I, it's probably all made up. Uh, I think it originates from like the Vince Russo podcast, which means it's all made up. But somebody, the guy they had on, I don't know who he is, claims uh, that uh, Velveteen has admitted to everything. Um, but because the main accuser where things got really fucking disgusting, um, was over the age of 16 and Velveteen was under the age of 23, Florida law makes that legal because it's Florida. And this is why I'm happy I've put Twitter down yeah. for the last so few So there was a big, big deal about that and everybody rightfully outraged, but that's when, so when, when, Paul is saying, Trips is saying like, oh, you know, there was nothing illegal and nothing. We looked into it, blah, blah, blah. It's because there's a loophole that he was able to avoid. 
So great. Still not going to talk about him. No, because he yeah. right because he's still redacted. Fuck he's that still, guy. Yeah, he's part of the. Uh, but so club. there you go. So there he getting away with it because of course he is. Uh, if any of that's even true. Uh, the other thing in legal news, um, not really related, but related because it's AEW with Joey Janela. Uh, Jim Cornette lost his lawsuit to G Raver. You know what? I saw something yes. about that briefly. Yep. Uh, so it was enough that the stuff was enough of a parody or whatever. I read it, but I don't quite understand all the legalese of it all. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, know. But, but at, at minimal, you know, oh, everybody walks away, so it's a, a victory for G Raver. And Joey Janela has been going after Stephen P. New uh, on Twitter about it, uh, calling him like the worst lawyer. And then all of Stephen P. News, uh, like Google reviews for his law firm got like put on, like posted on Twitter and they're all terrible. They're like one stars. This guy's like a, <laughs> this guy's a, a, you know, piece of shit. This guy's dishonest. So, uh, you know, every time someone says Stephen P. New, I just yeah. think of PN news Ooh. and that just makes me want to watch like early nineties WCW. Okay. All right. And uh, I'm yeah. all right with that. Shout out to PN News. All right. That's it for the news. Only kind the of PN part news. of the, the, that's it for the PN News. <laughs> Tune in next week. Same PN time. Same PN <laughs> network. We have AEW Dark to talk about. Do we? We do. We do. Uh, it's slowly becoming my favorite thing to talk about on this show. Well, now I know you're losing your fucking mind. Only because, one, I don't have to watch the whole show anymore. All right. I'll give you that. Uh, and two, uh, because... Nobody knows if we're making this shit up or not. And, uh, you know, I think this week, at least my half of it, continues that tradition of I could be just making all this shit up. I could be making up wrestler names. I could be using real wrestlers in odd pairings. Some of the shit you're not going to believe. I probably won't. You're right. Right. So I got the, I, I got the first half because we switched back and forth. So I got the, I got the, the Sean Spears, the Jan Spears half, oh, if you will, oh, great. of AEW Dark. Uh, and he is uh, right there, first match. Jan Spears versus Eddie Taurus. Yep. What the fuck? Yep. Uh, Eddie Ford Taurus. And he, uh, so Eddie Taurus, 18 years in the business, wondering about him. A little bit of a bigger guy. Was interested to see, you know, where he came from, uh, who he was. And I, I looked him up. And uh, I'm going to tell you this right now. And again, I could be completely making this up. Yeah, I don't know. I could 100% be making up the fact that he was trained by Frenchie Martin. What the hell? <laughs> According to the internet, Eddie Taurus was trained by Frenchie Martin. I don't believe these things. Uh, you don't have to. That's the, that's the joy of covering AEW oh Dark. Oh, my God. The land of make-believe. Maybe I'm making it up. Maybe I'm not. Google Eddie Taurus for yourself and see if he was, in fact, trained. By WWF manager, Frenchie Martin. I mean, I'll take your word for it because okay. you're, you're an honest, trustworthy man. Right. Uh, Jan Spears wins. Shock. Of Did the, the glove shock, gimmick at the end. Shock of the century. Of course. Nothing to talk about. The Frenchie Martin thing, literally the most interesting <laughs> thing. And maybe I made it up. You don't know. You'll never know. I, yeah, never I'm, know. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to look it up. Match number two, Santana and Ortiz. Okay. Who... Do they officially go by Proud and Powerful? Because they never really got that over. I always thought that was a stupid name, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, it's a little too long. I, I get why, like, mm -hmm. you can't use LAX. Right. But Satanian and Ortiz, yeah. that works perfectly. Right. You know who they are. You know who they're yes. about. Yeah, Proud and Powerful. You I was know like, who we are. You know why we're here. Oh, boy. Uh, versus. Ayo. Uh, Ayo. Uh, versus. Uh, big fan, uh, mascot of the show, Fabu Andre. My guy. And Ryzen. 
I still don't know who the fuck that is. I don't is. know. He's got. He a... keeps dodging my half a dark. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's you're you're a rising exclusive true. guy over it's there. It's true. Uh, he's got a big haircut, and this was a squish. He's got a big haircut. He does. It was a squish. Nothing to talk about there either. Uh, Febu then, Andre got the win, right? <laughs> yeah, Febu right, Andre good. with the win clean in the center. Good for them. Yeah, with the with the Fabu bomb. <laughs> the uh, Fabu bomb. <laughs> the Fabu cutter. Uh, <laughs> The, uh, the, the homicidal, suicidal, yes. genocidal maniac, Fabu. The, the elevated Fabuplex. Um, <laughs> My god damn. <laughs> oh, the head and arm Fabuplex. <laughs> the Fabu mission. The, this, listen, this will get stuck. Let's just, forever. Let's just kick through that door. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Ortiz grabs the mic. Uh, and they're they're still uh, antagonizing the best friends at the end of this. Uh, and uh, Ortiz says to for Trent to tell his mom to stop hitting up his phone, and said that the underwear that he the drawers that I left at her house she can keep. You don't talk about Sue. You, like he's that. disrespecting Sue. Disrespecting about Sue Beretta. Sue. <laughs> right, Sue Beretta. Third match, we got uh, Allie versus Cassandra Golden in a singles competition here. It's not a real name. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I said uh, maybe maybe this is true. Maybe it's not. You'll have to watch Dark to figure out. Uh, no, right. <laughs> uh, Allie wins. Uh, that's it. All right. Uh, <laughs> they uh, show Santana Ortiz backstage laughing about Sue and the best friends get jumped by the best friends Good. again. Good. Uh, this this gimmick this feud has been spanning every AEW show and I like it a lot. Uh, give me something entertaining to watch on Dark that's not maybe Allie versus Cassandra Golden if I didn't make that up. Match number four of my viewing is Frankie Kazarian versus Angelico. They're like trying to push him as a singles for I, some weird reason. I don't know why. Reason. And Kazarian's a, a perfectly capable professional wrestler. Yeah. Uh, he has good matches. King of velocity. Right. Uh, Angelico is Angelico. Uh, it was very long. I don't understand why they're doing it, but uh, shocker. Kazarian gets the win. So, there you go. More get, surprise, given, surprise. Given tag wrestlers uh, singles wins. Uh, that reminded me. There was a Tony Khan, like, investors call today. Okay. And he did say, somebody did ask him about Dark being the second show. And he said that the second show on TNT was put on hold because of COVID. But it was yeah. never intended to be Dark. No. Dark will always be on YouTube. And the, the second show on TNT will be... a completely new different programming show what the f no yep. no yep. no yep. no yep. Yep. that's yep. a bad idea listen they're gonna move this to tuesdays and we don't have to talk about it anymore anyway <laughs> uh then we had a uh listen I, I took a bullet for you this week i got yon spears i mean i got fabu andre which is unfortunate for you uh i got an alley match i got a kazarian singles match and now i have a brandy Rhodes interview yeah uh where she uh, she t complains about Anna Jay choking her out and just says a couple times about how all she can do is listen to Daddy Brody. And she calls him Daddy Brody the whole time. That was real oh, odd God. and uncomfortable. Get her the fuck. Like, she's on YouTube and I'm offended. Right. And she also, uh, like, she was talking to Skiavone and she called him Anthony, which I was very Ugh. offended. Like, all right, you're not fucking 98 right. Jericho. Right. Stop it. Right. Uh, my last match, my fifth match, and I think you got more matches than me this week. My fifth match was Donnie Primetime. <laughs> no. And Ryan Rembrandt. 
versus the Gun Club. Donnie Primetime is my new favorite wrestler. Do you know who Donnie Primetime is? I have no idea. Donnie Primetime is Kung Fu Janela. Why do I know that? Kung Fu Janela is Joey Janela's cousin, and he wrestles on the indies as Kung Fu Janela. And basically, from what I can tell, does the same gimmick. But I'm assuming they didn't want to confuse people, so they so they call him Donnie Primetime. He wore Janela's glasses and stuff, and on commentary, it's like, oh, he's there. Like Taz or whoever was on commentary, I don't know who it was, was like, oh, he's doing a Joey Janela gimmick here. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, all right, thanks, guys. Oh, man. Uh, they'll, they'll let anybody on TV. They will. Uh, me and you are going to be or, next. Or YouTube. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Gun Club wins. Shocker to no one. Uh, in a in a big old squish. Uh, Donnie, Donnie Primetime trying to get one over on, on Billy Gunn and that. It just doesn't happen. Fucking Donnie Primetime. Donnie Primetime. What a, like, oh, God yeah. damn it. All right. Um, yeah, this is where, where I yep. step in. You're up, I pal. take over. I get Danny Jordan okay. versus... Abaddon. So I did watch this. I knew I, we 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 had this lined up for whose whose matches were whose responsibility. Uh, but I watched this because I love Abaddon. I was going to say you made me watch this. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't bad. It was good. I like Abaddon. It's yep. fun. I do have a concern though. Okay. Um, is she ever going to get off dark? She's number three ranked in the women's division right now. I know there's that. But she hasn't been off dark yet, has yeah, she? No. Well, she, I think maybe her debut was on a dynamite. Maybe. I thought it was on a dark. Maybe. But it was. All right. I, don't um, know. I think she's been on one dynamite though. But because I think Jr. called her and he hasn't he hasn't called. Okay, the maybe, maybe he did. Um, but yeah, I like the gimmick. I yeah. like it's fun character driven mm-hmm. wrestling. Yes. I just don't want it to get like. I don't know. I don't want them to put her on TV and for people right. to be like, "What? This is too much," right. you know. It it is it, that could happen. I love the gimmick. I was tweeting about it. I think it's great. I love it from the entrance to the finish. Matches are good enough. The character does all the work, uh, and she's not a bad wrestler by any means. Um, I thought this match, as far as a dark match went, like AEW Dark, I thought it was pretty good. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I just like Abaddon a ton. It's just it. She stands out. You know, it'll work so much better against just a pure baby face. Like, to get her in there with Sheeta, who just is, would just be scared of her because she's just baby face. That was, but, she had a match with Sheeta, yeah. if I remember correctly. I think it was mm-hmm. on a dark. Yeah. But, um, so, we'll see. Um, you know, the, the rest of the rankings, it's just like, it's either baby face or like, like tough, I don't give a shit, girl. Yeah. So at least she's different because that's you know if you, you look at the 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 independent rankings or the the women's rankings, like it's it's Britt Baker. She's just don't her give what she's a dentist who doesn't give a shit. Swole, who is a babyface. Abaddon, who's this cool monster, and then like whoever else is there, and it's just it's just or uh, Penelope Ford, and she's just she just doesn't give a shit. She's just a cool girl that doesn't give a she's shit. She's a bad bad girl. Yeah. So like. There goes your Flyers, buddy. Stop. 5-4. Flyers win. Win or lost? They're up. They just 5-4. Did 
Did they win or did they lose? Final, second overtime. The well, you said, well, you said, there go your Flyers, yes. buddy. So did they win or did they, they lose? They won. You can't fucking do this Five to me. To Who four. fucking scored? The, I don't know, but the Flyers just won. Let's fucking go! You're welcome. Now you can stop peering over at the fucking TV. I, I, I'm sorry, man. You know, <laughs> you know, dude, listen. I didn't tweet NXT this week because it's do or die. Who scored? Can you tell me who scored? I, I this is, I'm, first of all, sorry, everybody. Sorry, everyone except for Chuck. Love you, bud. The guy with the hockey stick. The guy with the hockey stick scored. Do you know the number of the guy with the hockey stick? Do we know? Do we know? Nine. That's Ivan Provorov. Pride of Wilkes-Barre, baby. There you go. See that? Okay, sorry. All right. All right. So, Um, uh, but yeah. uh, Woo! uh, It could be very dangerous for Abel's get center ourselves back to to wrestling. We we force ourselves to watch every week. Exhale the negative. Abaddon's cool. I hope they I hope they handle it right. I think she could be a good next contender next contender for Sheeta just because it's just something different and a cool character to see and Sheeta can play scared. Um but that I mean that is if Sheeta makes it past Thunder Rosa. More on that later. Ooh. Next match we have uh Ricky Starks going up against my man Tony Donati. Oh, Tony Donati, the human suplex machine. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you, Taz. Um your potato. Ricky Starks wins. I don't. I don't know. Something's still not clicking with me for Ricky Starks. Work for me either. I don't get it. Like, is he supposed to be like The Rock? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Does he have COVID? Topical jokes. Stop, dude. Sorry. I was ready to fling myself Sorry. off a building if The Rock was like, "Hey, yeah, I'm gonna die from COVID." Wow. It's he's a okay. rock. He isn't even his immune system has just been replaced. That's the with owner. Muscles. That's the owner of the XFL. That's true. Okay, it's true. The XFL was on the line again, again. Um, <laughs> no, his immune system has been replaced with muscles. He's good. Man, I, oh, that's going to be a sad one. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, he's recovered. He's good. I don't know Ricky Starks though. I don't get it. I, I don't either. Like I don't. Doesn't work. For me. Maybe I don't. I see people praise him. Which hey, if you like him, more power to you. Yeah. Um, Next match, Jerusic, Jurassic Express, mm. which is the Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy going up against John Cruz and David Ali. Okay. I don't know who David Ali is. Do you? Nope. Okay, good. Because they lost. Jurassic Express you won. Don't, you don't say. <laughs> oh, yeah, great. Okay. Um, next match, <laughs> Anna Jay uh-huh. going up against Red Velvet. Oh, Red Velvet's, Red Velvet's on a streak. That's like three darks in a row. So there's one specific thing about this match. Okay. And a J1, of course. Yeah. During the match, she does like a weird, like a like a heel kick. Like Red Velvet does? No, and a J, J does. does. Okay. And Excalibur, back on commentary yes. with Taz, uh-huh. says, oh, shades of Toshiaki, Toshiaki Kawada. Oh, God. And Taz just goes... Uh, he goes, oh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> and <laughs> Excalibur goes, well, she might be watching her Kawada tapes. And Taz is just going, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> like, yeah. listen, I not everything needs to be a fucking 90s All Japan reference. I love, right. like, that's our shit, but right. let's, let's not bastardize yeah. that a little bit. Yeah. Um, Next one, Kip Sabian going up against Sean Dean. Mm. Kip wins. Poor Sean Dean. Yeah, like Kip Sean, Sean Dean, Dean had his there. own shirt that he yeah. was wearing. I was like, good, good for this guy. Yeah. Um, I would, I'd be a lot more interested in him than I am Kip Sabian. Kip Sabian. That's for yep. fucking sure. Absolutely. They like bring out like a sign where he's like 
oh, I guess he has a Twitch channel or whatever. And Taz is like, what the hell is Twitch? <laughs> like, Kip Sabian has a Twitch channel? I guess. I'm going to delete my Twitch. No, I'm not going to delete my Twitch account. It means I can't watch Pain Pigs. You better not. Uh, next match we have, and this was the main event, uh, The Initiative. Oh, great. Versus Private Party. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Stunk Private Party wins. Shocker. Yeah, it was like, I don't know. It felt like it was like, hey, let's take like enough shit in a 10-minute match and let's stuff it into five. Like, yeah. And it just was not good, of course. Um, but at the end, Peter Avalon turns on Cutler. No shit. Yeah. Oh, they're done. Yep, clotheslines oh. him, clubs him in the head, performs a clubbering. Uh, That's a clubbering, baby. Excalibur's like, oh, they've come apart. And Taz is like, good, they never won. <laughs> wow. Which, fuck, he's right. Like, he's absolutely right. They never won. Why are you still teaming up? What, right. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. So that was the end of, of Painfully That's Dark. That's the 49th AEW Dark. We've watched 49 Dude, of those When days. you texted me on Tuesday and you're mm-hmm. like, hey... Start at 45 minutes in. I was like, oh, no. Yep. <laughs> They're so long. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. Um, all right. Any final thoughts on that? No. No, not at all. All right. Let's get into the to the, to the the meat on the bone here. What one do we even talk about next? I don't even remember. Dynamite. Dynamite. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about Dynamite. It, uh, I was, I'm confused because NXT was on Tuesday. So, chronologically, we watched NXT first. Well, I watched half of it and then yeah. the other half. But... Yeah. Let's talk it out. Let's do it. Uh, we start there, like, you know, do a summary of Best Friends and Santana and Ortiz, which, like you said, I'm happy they're doing it. It's a good feud. Yeah, it's a I, good feud. It's a good mid-card tag team feud. Yeah. Uh, it. I mean, it, it's better told and has more on the line than the tag belts do. So Yeah. Yeah, they get into it. Um, Building to that Sue on a pole match. <laughs> There's a huge fucking brawl before the match even yep. starts where Chucky took that sick back body drop through yeah. the chairs on the outside. <laughs> Gross. Um, anyway, uh, match goes, the official match time was like seven minutes. Yeah. The ref had to do a lot of looking away in this match. Yeah, tons of it. Santana yeah. and Ortiz win, um, hit with the street sweeper. To win, which I love that fucking finisher. It's so good. Uh, man, these guys should be ta- should have been tag champs by now. Yeah, either one of them should have been. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous they haven't been. Because it really is because they're just sticking Kenny and Hangman with with their friends and still not having them lose. Yeah, like Santana so, Ortiz when they came in, like I was right. hyped on them. Right, like I still am, but yeah. You well, know. and that's in that call. I, I didn't read all of it, but uh, like the recap. But Tony Khan, somebody asked him, like, bringing in WWE talent, does that change your long term plans for the company? And he's like, yeah, it shifts everything. You'd have to. It's like, yeah, so FTR coming in, somebody, you know, whether it be the best friends or whoever, we're, we should have had those titles by now. Be, they're going to put them on FTR this weekend. It's just going to happen. So those one of those teams, I would feel, lost out on getting that title. And when FTR wins it, they're not going to give it up anytime soon. No. So. It sucks. Yeah. Like, listen, I'm happy there's, like, that undercard tag feud. But, man, like, those guys could be so much more. Like, right. I agree. Um, you know, they kind of, they're kind of gotten them away from being, like, Jericho's. Like, they're with them still, yeah. but not as much as they were, which mm-hmm. is good. Um yeah, I, I just I feel there should yeah, be more. Um, I agree. 
MJF, uh, they go to the back. MJF's there. Mark Mark Sterling has locked himself in the room mm-hmm. because why the fuck wouldn't you? Right. Um, MJF has Wardle kick the door in and pulls him out and basically says, uh, either get in the ring or he's going to put him in a goddamn wood chipper. Okay. That's tempted. That's uh, that's threats. It says it's threats. Yeah. Like as a lawyer, I would be like, I'm gonna sue you right, right. now. Right. He's like, a lawyer. He's yeah. Apparently, he's never lost a case. So. So there you go. Yeah. It's concrete right there. And basically says, "What monster do you want to deal with?" Mm. Which I was like, "That's a good line." Sure. I like that. Next match, um, we have SCU and Private Party mm-hmm. going up against the Young Bucks and Jurassic Express with the stipulation that whatever team wins yeah. is going to face each other at All Out on Saturday. I wonder what team that'll be. <laughs> well, sir, to answer your question, it is 100% the Young Bucks it, and, and Jurassic Express. Like they wouldn't shoehorn the Young Bucks into a meaningless pay-per-view match that's probably going to be higher on the card than at least one of the title matches. And all they kept talking about was, look how angry the Young yeah. Bucks are. I've never they didn't seen react them. when their dumb gimmicks went off as they were walking <laughs> down to the ring. i have never seen them right. so mad. Right. I was like, oh, like the one was a dickhead and poured beer all over a fan, mm-hmm. like a hangman fan. I was That like, was a stunt granny, yeah, well, clearly. Well, yeah, but still, it's just like, oh, I don't know what, I just don't yeah. care. So, yeah, at the pay-per-view, you get Bucks versus Jurassic Express, the match nobody wanted again, again, again. Yeah, like, what the fuck? I just... And, so, and it stinks because Jurassic Express ain't going to win unless Hangman keeps fucking with the box. Well, but there was a ton of falsies at the end, too. Yeah. I'm like, all right, enough. Um, but, yeah, that was it went like 14 minutes, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, young Bucks just go to the go to the back. They don't want to fucking celebrate. Uh, Hager. Wait, they're sad. Yeah. They're sad because we're not friends anymore. <laughs> that, that great promo. Uh, Hager's is backstage with his camera crew. Busts into Orange Cassidy's Why locker room. Why did he need room. his own camera crew? They got that over on commentary. I don't know. He's like, I heard Jake Hager's hair with his own camera crew. Uh, yeah, well. I I've been working on my JR, by I, the way. That wasn't the first nonsensical thing that JR said oh, last oh, we'll, night. We'll get into that. Uh, he gets, he goes into the locker room, sits on Orange Cassidy's like leg, not being a dick or anything. Orange Cassidy puts puts his leg on Hager's leg. Yeah. He's the best. Uh, and Hager's like, Jericho wants you at ringside tonight. And uh, that's it. Yeah. And Orange just starts digging in his jeans. I thought for sure he was going to have the orange juice for the mist. I feel it's going to be coming. I hope so. We go backstage to uh, Titty Blanchard. Titty Blanchard. FTR on winning the gauntlet. Yeah. You know. Uh, Shout out to, uh, I think it was was David Kincan and old Dwicky. Somebody else had commented on, uh, on Twitter. Uh, that they read the jacket too fast and they thought it said titty. And he was like, hey, that's been a thing on Wednesday Night War Pod for a long time. Thanks, Kincannon. That's Titty Blanchard. Titty Blanchard, baby. Me and Kincannon had a good conversation about music this week. Oh, Very good. Kincannon's the homie. Yeah. Um, He got wrapped up in the Clerks versus Clerks 2 crossover between At Odds with Wrestling, uh, Wednesday Night War, and uh, Pod Van Dam. I missed all of that. He took a couple shots. But uh, that's all right. Yeah, we I, love uh, him anyway. I, I decided not to. I've been dark this week. Let's say that. Cool. <laughs> AEW dark. Because nah, nobody's watched right. you but us. <laughs> what? <laughs> AEW dark. I know. We're the ones um, watch. In the ring, Tony says uh, he wants to talk to one half of the tag champs. So Omega comes out. Yeah. Wearing a Honda commercial shirt. Good on him. For yeah. And, and I guess Pro Wrestling Tees is selling it. I guess, it said all yeah. proceeds go to Hannah's well, mom, and that's great. Good, good for yeah. Good for them for yes. doing something positive. Yeah. Um, Omega's out there. Uh, FTR ends up coming out. 
um, you know, Omega's just like, I know what this is. Like, he's sad Omega too, though. He's like, he, yeah, he's like, he's weird, conflicted. Yeah, Omega, misery um, Omega. Yeah, FTR comes out and they're like, Omega's just like, they offer him a chocolate milk. And Omega's like, I'm not an idiot. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know you guys. I don't like you guys. I think he called one of them like a dickhead or some shit. Yeah. Uh, and he's just like, I'll fight both of you. He's like, you're going to beat my ass, but I'll get a few right. in. And you too, Blanchard. Like, yeah. I was like, all right. Like, there he is. Like, he's mm-hmm. obviously the seeds are set because it's like he doesn't trust Hangman anymore. Right. And he's just like, I'm just going to fight my own battles. Listen, so, Kenny, uh, if you listen to this show at the pay per view, please call one of FTR a giant human baby. <laughs> I, what if he, oh, that'd be great. <laughs> um, Paige comes out wearing the pink eyeliner to make him look like he hasn't slept in a week. Yeah. It's so bad. It's terrible. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, the best thing about this is that Michelle was watching with me a little bit. Oh, And whenever boy. any single one of them came out, she's like, is that the alcoholic? Is that the alcoholic? <laughs> and then he came out with the eye makeup, and she's like, oh, it's him. Yep, that's him, all right. She's like, why is he the alcoholic? I'm like, I don't know. He just likes to drink. He just likes his... He, was a, he used to be a fun alcoholic. Yeah. Now he's, now he's a... Scott Hall alcohol. Oh, God. <laughs> it was bad, and on TV, they knew he had an addiction. All right. Well, that's true. <laughs> um, uh, what if at the pay-per-view, two people have to like put the, put like their arms under Hangman's armpits to get him to the ring? Oh, no. <laughs> um, basically, Paige comes in. FTR starts running him down. Yeah. Uh, basically saying, who got in your head, Paige? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. I don't know. You knew it was live because some... They missed curse words, which was hilarious. Yes. They both both of them said bullshit and they both got bleeped out way after. Um Omega starts shoving hangman because he's pissed. Because they're at both him. they're both mopey and yeah. they don't talk things out. Yeah, because everybody's angry. Yeah. FTR grabs the titles, they hand the titles back to Paige. Paige goes to give it to Omega and Omega's gone. Yeah. He's outside the ring. I thought the way that they were they had the camera set up, I'm like Omega's going to fucking kill him right mm-hmm. now. I was like, something's going to happen. He's just going to murder him right now. Right. I was like, it wouldn't make sense with the title match coming up, but I thought he was going to be like, this is a receipt for what you did to yeah. the Bucks last week. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. I didn't hate it. Yeah. It's there. At least they're doing something to build this now. Yeah. Like they, they have pulled the trigger. I, I would guess that they they – that time right before the best friends where it looked like they were going to pull the trigger, they got word that FTR was coming in. So then they, they unpulled the trigger, uh, which is a shame, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, at least they're pulling the trigger. I, I just, I want those belts off Omega and page. I want that storyline done because I want page to be a single star. I want Kenny to wrestle singles matches again, even oh, just page Kenny feud with Kenny going on I, top as the baby face. You know, although I don't know how I you think, turn uh, see, Paige around from from like ridiculous drunk stumbling and, drunk and that's to what baby I mean. face. It's like, it's like I would but, do I would do either or. Yeah. Because Omega, I always thought worked better as a heel. Yeah. The problem is, is like he, like when they let him go wrestle, that's what happened. Where right. he was too good that people started cheering for him. So, yeah, right. um, but yeah, ho- hopefully we get a resolution to this on Saturday. God, I hope so. I, not that I'm excited to see FTR with the belts, but I just want it moved. I just I need something like yeah. you got to put it yep. I I understand like slow burn but sometimes right. sometimes you miss your opportunity where right. you don't pull the trigger and you and you know FTR for for all they are will probably be a little less protected as a star so they'll wrestle more matches for the title because they Tony Condor whoever won't be so too afraid about putting 
the big superstar Kenny Omega out. Because like, that was another thing I had to explain to Michelle when we were watching that like this guy two years ago was the biggest star in all of wrestling. Like yeah, he he basically could sign his own check and pick the pick how many zeros he wanted. Hundred percent right. And he decided to go with his friends, and for whatever reason he wants to put out there, bullshit or not, he's been misused. Uh, he is basically looks like a nothing, uh, and is certainly nowhere near close to the heights he was two years ago. No. The Kenny Omega of two years ago, you wouldn't you would not believe they were even the same person if they didn't have that same weird curly perm. Yeah, like I think it was like a month, like a couple months ago. I think it was Conan was like yeah. they fucked him yeah, up. Like they is, fucked up yeah. Omega. Like he's so, done now. You know, they took a long time and they're gonna have to repair a little bit. And thankfully, he's a big enough star. He can have one really good match and he'll be repaired. But like, he's just he's not the you know. And I was I wasn't the biggest Omega guy. I liked his matches, but he was never a dude. I was like, man, that guy's really really like the best there is. Um, not the best there was or the best there ever will be, but the he's, best he's, there is at the time. Uh, but I liked him, and he's just he's a he's a, a shadow of his former self, if you will. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Um, we go to the back, and Jericho's with Fathead Marvez. Mm-hmm. Says something about him kissing a girl or something. Did he like I, it? I don't know. I, oh boy, I was kind of like in and out on this. Yeah, uh, so he's gonna put a bullet to the bullet to the head of Orange Cassidy yeah. and this shit. Yeah, already. Weird. Um, Lots of murder talk on AEW. Yeah, everybody's going to kill Wardlow threatening to kill a guy. Jericho's going to kill yeah. a guy. Yeah. Um, you know, coincidentally, Jericho kind of did kill a guy. Oh, oh no. Somebody, like, died, uh, somebody uh, died from COVID that was at Sturgis and uh, saw Fozzie in concert. So, rest in peace that dude. That sucks real hard, but, you know, I wouldn't even bring it up if Jericho wasn't being such an asshat about on no. Twitter about it. But All I know is uh, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. It's true. Uh, he says Janelle is going to be a sacrifice. Things are about to get a lot worse. Yeah. Uh, Jericho's making his entrance. Easy for me to say. Well, he's wearing an orange you got to work on your shirt. diction, pal. Yeah, plenty of diction to go around. Mm-hmm. That's what I've heard. <laughs> Thanks. Mm-hmm. Chris Jericho versus Joey Janela. Yeah. Uh, in, in in a match that like uh, people would question if I said this was on dark, they would be like, "No, you're that's, you're making that one up." Cassandra Golden, that's real. This one you're making up. <laughs> Jericho wins in three minutes. Fred, Frenchie Martin, you made that up. <laughs> that's real. Yeah, Jericho wins in three minutes. Yeah, it's just a, a squish. Uh, yeah, I didn't quite understand it. It's like, was it supposed to be a tune-up? Maybe, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but Joey bled. Yep. Red equals green, but I don't know about this time. Yeah. Um, Jericho's beating the shit out of him. Um, fucking, I don't even know what else. Orange Cassie runs in. Uh, so, well, yes, yeah, so Sonny so, comes well, after Orange. Yeah, Orange Cassie runs in. They, yeah. they gang up on him. Sonny Kiss runs in and murders Jericho, murders with, Jericho with that forearm. I was like, that ruled. And then Hager just decides to be like, ah, I'm going to break your neck now. Uh, right. That was a good forearm. It was. It that wasn't. wasn't a, that wasn't. A, it wasn't a Vingerard to Stokely Hathaway. No. Uh, it's a big Stoke forearm, but it was. A, it was a good forearm. You know what? That just made me miss Big Baby Bivens. Yep. Thanks a lot, guy from that tag team that fucked that up. Dumbass. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Orange opens up the after Orange like yeah fights him right. off opens up the backpack and he just has a new pair of sunglasses and bubbly and bubbly oh yeah the bubbly pours it out yep Jericho gets real mad of course because hey any spilled alcohol of his it's a fucking right. problem I'll tell you what I'm gonna give Orange Orange Cassidy some credit here because uh, you open a bottle of champagne 
that cork doesn't always come out. That the champagne doesn't always spray out like that. He did it expert at what at, at what he did. OC's popped some bottles, before, right? You right? can't you can't have a weak flow coming out of your your bit of the bubbly <laughs> uh, and impress anybody. You know what I mean? You need powerful. You need a, you need a, a good hard shot out of that bottle, and he got it. So <laughs> he's an expert at it. He really is. Um, Sammy comes for his picture in picture. I did. I think I went and got a yeah, drink or something during this. Mad um, stuff. Yeah, so Matt Hardy, great. Uh, Taz arrives wearing shorts. He must have heard your he heard your shit talk he just, he last hemmed, week. He hemmed him up the wrong way, though. Yeah, <laughs> he hemmed him a little too, a little high, too this, high this week. Yeah, uh, he's with Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. Yeah. What happened was he probably somebody probably dropped him off at the Taylor Forum, and they were like, "Just look him up online. You'll know what size he is." And they made him these pants because <laughs> they were like, "He's four foot three. and they're like, "Oh no, these are shorts." God damn it. Uh, he tells Darby to wake up because Starks is going to kill him, and he's yeah. dead meat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then out comes Lance Archer and Jake. And Jake, can we talk about Jake for a second? Jake said something about busting a nut. I know he said, that he 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 said something, and I don't know if he t- called him a squirrel or something. And then he's squirrel just trying to get a nut. And and then he said, "You won't bust a nut when we're around." And I was like, Jake. Let's uh, listen. It's Jake Roberts. He can say whatever he wants. I, I guess so. The fuck listen, is this chocolate? Uh, you want to play twenty one? <laughs> I got twenty two. You want blackjack? I got one of those too. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was weird, but <laughs> God damn. Uh, yeah, and then like, as long as he doesn't motion to remove his pants <laughs> on an AEW pay per view, I think we're good. Yeah, and put a snake's head out of his fucking right, dick. Right. Uh, Taz warns him about getting into the ring. Yeah. Lance comes in, and they're about to fight. Out comes the god, Eddie Kingston, mm-hmm. with his uh, with his crew. Yeah. Which I think they're officially calling Pentagon Penta Zero M now. They started doing that a little bit, I think, when Pentagon was in mm-hmm. Lucha Underground because of some sort of copyright shit. Oh, uh, okay. I noticed the past two weeks they've yeah. called him that, so mm. who fucking knows. Okay. Um, Eddie's like, we get it. Like, Jake's a legend. We get it, Taz. Yeah. And it's, I love that he goes, this show's live, boys. We better hurry this up. Yeah. I was like, good on you, King. Listen, You're the fucking King, man. King versus Taz, like, microphone battle. I mean, again, you're never going to get Taz in shape. and he's, he's so broken down and beat up anyway, he can't do another match. But, God, Kingston versus Taz. Oh, oh, could you, oh, give man. me a time machine. <laughs> I fucking wish. Uh, Eddie calls Lance a tough dude, but he's not tougher than him. Right. Says, Taz used to be around killers. Now you're around big for nothing machines yep. i'm like god damn it you're the best at this right um and he doesn't know whether to take ricky out on a date or fight him mm-hmm. uh tries cutting him off ricky attacks lance and does nothing it's like a weird forearm um and then a cavalcade of everybody yes. gets in the fucking ring um there's a big old brouhaha. And for some reason, we go picture in picture with this yeah. and end up on the other side of the break with everyone still brawling yes uh, after Eddie was done talking, I hated this. Yeah. I, I, you know, uh, hated so they, this. They cut to like a Dark Order segment in the middle of it too, which is weird. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm glad they're building this battle royal and trying to make it seem important, but it was just kind of, it was just shot really poorly. It could have been way better. Yeah, like, like it's just yeah. uh, define define the story you're going to tell in the battle royal. There's going to be a lot of just casualties and fodder, 
but then define the story you're going to tell when you when you get in there. Who is Kingston going to square off against? Who you know? What's his? Is it going to be his squad versus Taz's squad? Like that sort of stuff. Like who's going to square off? Like they've like they established like who the main players are to look at, which is right. typical WWE. Like you always do that for the Royal Rumble. That's yeah. that's the build. Mm-hmm. It, it makes sense. It's just what you do. But I don't know. Like just having like randoms run in like. From the crowd, right. some of them looked terrible. Didn't know how to fucking, yeah. I don't know, didn't look like they were doing. Got nervous. Yeah. I, like it, it was too long. Yeah, it was very long. Do you think? Who do you think wins this battle royal? I guess we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll we'll talk. Okay. Later. We'll talk about. Later. Um, we have a little. Yeah, like you said, <laughs> randomly a fucking uh, Dark Order yeah, promo super during this, weird. Uh, where uh, Dustin and QT and the Warlord talking mm-hmm. about. Uh, you know how they're fighting. Yeah, them what a weird match that is now too. Because they're all because defending Cody. Well, like they hurt. said, they're like, oh, like we're not blood, but we're still fa- right. family. Yeah, family. Uh, yeah, so it's, Cardano, it's Cardona with the I don't even work here, bro. Yeah, line. it's the it's the Warlord, uh, Dustin, and the Thorazine kid versus the Dark Order. <laughs> the man Gravity remembers. Next up, we have making her AEW debut, Thunder Rosa. Yes, not signed. They've they kind of clarified that, like they're just Tony and Billy Corgan know each other, and they're they're gonna do some of these working together kind of things every now and then. See, it's weird though because Ricky Starks is signed. Yeah, well, and he has an NWA contract, and now Eddie Kingston signed. Kingston had left though, I think. Did prior. he? Yeah. Okay. See, after. That one cornet comment I saw. Yeah, stopped I stopped watching, watching too. I was watching just for Eddie Kingston, but yeah. then I was like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. And then the like the whoever else was running it made another comment. Like, yeah. I was out. Um, so it was Thunder Rosa going up against Serena Deeb. Yes. Do you know who Serena Deeb is? Uh, I looked her up because okay. it sounded familiar, and I did see she was in NXT and stuff for a little bit and uh, floated around a bunch of other places. She was also in uh, CM Punk Straight Edge Society. If you remember that. Oh. She was the one with the shaved her head bald in the okay. ring. That was her. Right. Yep. Okay. So she's been around a long time. Yeah. She's um, the uh, the second most popular woman to shave her head to join a evil society. The first being malpractice. <laughs> God damn you. Um, all right. So the match goes 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Thunder Rosa wins. Yes. I have a million and a half problems with this match from top to bottom. Let me let me let me let me say this. Okay. Before before because I fucking knew you were going to. <laughs> like I said, I wasn't on Twitter, so I didn't read anything, but uh-huh. I knew it. Um, why you have this go as long as it did, right? And as competitive as it was, like listen, if this was uh, like next week or mm-hmm. if Thunder Rosa, this is like her second or third match on right. TV. I get it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Serena Deeb's no joke. She's been around a long time, which I did a good job of like, letting mm-hmm. you know, like, hey, she's been around a long time. Yeah. She's not a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, but to have it go this fucking long yeah. and like this competitive, like, right. what are you doing, guys? Right. It's, for, for all that Deeb is, you know, she's still her first match in AEW. Uh, I had to look her up to know who she was. Is, not she, that an, is she an agent with the company? I don't know. Because I thought I, I, you know, I remember seeing her in like a video package they did for something. Okay. I don't know if she's an agent know. or not. But. So, Thunder Rose is there. She's NWA champion. That carries a lot of weight. She's challenging pay-per-view. Does it? Well, <laughs> it, it carries a name. It carries a name, yeah. She's wrestling at a pay-per-view a few days after this for, for the AEW title. 
You want to make her look strong, right? Absolutely. And do. she's a long match where she gets beat up for most of it by someone who doesn't hold the title, whose first match is in AEW, who doesn't have a ton of prestige. Why does she get the challenge, Sheeta? Why should Sheeta give a shit? Why should Sheeta even have a tough time against her? This match made did worse for Thunder Rosa than anything else. Yeah, she should have came out and beat somebody up, so she yep. looked like a threat. And it even could have been a name. You could have put somebody we've seen before in this match and have Thunder Rosa beat him up to make her look strong going into that match against Sheeta. Instead, it's WWE style booking, and she just looks like crap because you also didn't, for whatever reason, want to get drop Serena Deeb anywhere. So Thunder Rose is going into this pay-per-view for nothing. It could have been three and a half, four minutes, right. like her versus uh, Kywin King or something. Right, somebody we've seen that she can dominate. Yeah. But no, but whatever. The other problem I have is good old JR. Oh, man. So I'm watching this with my wife because she hasn't gone to bed yet. And by the grace of God, she's Shocking. paying, she's paying that's attention. A, that's a shocker. She's paying attention to wrestling with me. In the middle of the match, JR says something to get her to pay attention. And he says, it's going to get me in a lot of trouble, but it's a good match for a women's match. Was this the one, was this, it was in this match where he's like, you know, they're not, they're not just play fighting. Yeah. They're not going to scream if they break a nail. Right. Like women. Yes. I'm like, dude, what So the that's how fuck? he starts the match. So, but, so that happens and Michelle perks up a little and is like, what did he just say? And I'm like, he... He thinks he gets in trouble for calling women's matches, but really he gets in trouble for saying stupid shit about women. As a big woman. Yeah, big woman. What he yeah. says about Statlander every time. And, like, Statlander's she's larger than the competitors, but, like, he treats her like she's, like, I don't, like, she's Haystack's Calhoun. It doesn't make any <laughs> fucking sense. So, like, and he always makes those comments. Oh, we're getting in trouble for this. No, you're not. Call it real. He's like, for a women's match, no, it's just a good it, it, it's a good wrestling match. Just call it as a good wrestling match. And like him saying that and me bitching about it does fulfill his prophecy. But he opens up this match when they lock up. He goes, oh, strong lock up there. And he goes, they're not afraid to break a nail. And it's like, what the fuck, JR? Stop. If you want to help legitimize women's wrestling, Start treating it like wrestling. Yeah. Because there's a ton of women in, on your roster and a ton of women on other rosters around the world. Impact has a great fucking Dude, women's division. You know what? I saw like that. Uh, like somebody tweeted that out on Tuesday. Yeah. Like their women's division. And I was like, they're fucking right. Right. <laughs> NXT has the best division in wrestling in their women's division. Yeah. There's good women wrestlers all over. You go to the indies and you see wrestlers that are really good. Faye Jackson got ranked real high in the PWA 500, or PWI 500. Oh, really? She did. Like, so like... You know, like in the, I think the mid 100s somewhere. Still, like it's hey, great. That's fucking cool, man. Right. I mean, say what you will about it or whatever, but right. it's still cool. So start legitimizing it by not treating it like bullshit. Like, you know, I know plenty of guy wrestlers out there that'll be, that would be afraid to break a nail. You know, like, so come on. Like, just start calling it right. And I'm like, this match wasn't very good anyway. I thought it was too long. I have a ton of problems yeah, with that. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't very But the commentary doesn't help. Well, and it was like the classic, like, we talk about where they're pointing out right. the flaws in the match. Right. Stop. Which, wrestling all around, like, stop fucking yeah. doing that. Taz does that all the fucking time, and it kills me. But I kind of laugh when Taz does yeah. it, though. <laughs> like, when that time with Janela fell right on his ass. <laughs> But, yeah, I just JR bothers me, and I was like, they should just fucking mute him during women's matches. He just, he, just let him think he's calling it. 
and just mute his mic because he's never going to do anything to elevate the match. He's never going to do anything to help women's wrestling, which still has, I mean, Twitter proves to us every fucking day that women's wrestling still has people out there that hate it and disrespect it and don't want to fucking see it. And those people are stupid. Yeah. I will show you matches, women's matches that are way tougher and way more hard hitting. Pain pigs this week. Uh, any fuck ma- male match you've seen, but like Jr. just doesn't do anything. That he across the board these days he doesn't elevate talent in any way. So I don't know how anybody thinks he's as great as he once was because he never elevates talent anymore. It's he it, talks more about himself than he does anything else. It seems like the the Jr. conversation comes up every few months, right? You know, yeah. Like it's like he says something some like real fucking stupid. Yeah, it kind of backs down, and now again, like, the industry's he says left him really behind. Fucking stupid. I don't know what he brings to a show. I don't know that he. I don't know a single viewer that he brings. I don't it, know. It's a name. I don't know what ass he puts in a seat. It's it's just it's a name. So you know he's under contract, but just walk him off, get him out of there. Yeah, because I can Put imagine him in talent relations or something. Give him a give him a good cushy position somewhere. He's not a bad guy to have around. You know have what? him come out every now and then. But having him do entire shows, he doesn't have the stamina for a whole show. He gets lost. He doesn't know how to call matches. And he doesn't elevate the talent. You know, even like a talent relations, though, like, do you really need him there? No, but just... You know what I mean? You know, like, like, just queen, queen of England him. Here's, just put him somewhere with a title that he can be happy. Give him an office and just let him twiddle his thumbs. Like, talent relations back when he was running it was way different than the world that, is now. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could go on fucking Twitter... Who the, oh, when find like see random indie yeah. match gets a buzz. Oh, who's this guy? Oh, what's his contact? Like, right. You know what I mean? No, like, I get it. But, you know, pay him, just pay him some money. Give him the Queen of England role. Pay him some money. Let him sit in the back and be horny on Twitter <laughs> and just not bother my wrestling show. My man does get horny on me, and that's for sure. Um, after this, Moxie cuts a promo about MJF. Mm-hmm. Basically, trial by fire, kill or be killed. Like, you know, you talked a lot of shit. Now you got to, here we go. Like, now you're going to have to face the music. So, um, and he, he says, he goes, everything you've done up until now, that's been the easy part, mm-hmm. which good promo. You know, I mean, the guy, he cuts good fucking promos. That's a very mm-hmm. strong suit. Uh, Shivani is interviewing big swole who yeah. calls Brit trash. Mm-hmm. Um, someone who clearly was Reba. Yeah. Very obviously <laughs> comes walking up with a pizza and swole. And so he's like, yeah, like mm-hmm. I know who this is. And then Britt beats the shit out of her with a crutch. Yes. And then uh, pulverizes her with pizza. Uh-huh. And what the fuck is her fi- – the lock jaw, was that, is that her finisher? Yeah. yeah. Puts it on that. Uh, well, well I, already, <laughs> I already know what you're going to talk about, though, out of all of this. Yeah. Uh, just mute, just mute, <laughs> mute his microphone for the whole show. I almost, the wit- I almost texted you when he said it and go, really, dude? The women's match, I was like, just mute him for women's matches. And 30 goddamn seconds later, JR screams, holy pepperoni. <laughs> I was like, just mute it all together. Just get, just get him off my TV. Holy pepperoni. Just get him off my TV. Holy pepperoni. Stop it. Just get him out of here. Holy pepperoni. He's indeed. embarrassing himself. He's ruining his legacy. He's embarrassing AEW. It's a goddamn disaster. Holy pepperoni indeed. Mongo McMichaels on commentary would not even say holy pepperoni. Don't you disparage Mongo. Here comes Mongo. (laughs) All right. Anyway. Garbage. Good God. (laughs) Holy pepperoni. Get the (laughs) fuck out of here, JR. Main event time. (laughs) Ugh. 
John Moxley going up against uh, one Mr. Mark Sterling, Smart Mark, Silver Balls, whatever you'd like to call him. Okay. That's do people call him Silver Balls? That's the major pod. That's shit. weird. Is yeah. that because he's he's a gray hair gentleman? Yeah, and they uh, have like a manscape thing, and they're like, oh, you're silver hair to match your silver balls. Okay. And there was like a thing with like he had an old picture with an earring with so like you know like those like half loop earrings with mm-hmm. silver balls. Yeah, the little capture end. ball thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So, so he is now Silver Balls. Okay. Weird. Um. You kind of figure how the fuck this is gonna go. Yeah. Mox would just beat the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Hits him with the paradigm shift. It went less than the match itself went less than five. Smart Mark, like you know, Mox was just toying with him, mm-hmm. and um, you know, whatever. Um, after the match, you like again, you knew it was coming. Wardle just beats the fucking shit out of Moxley. Right. MJF comes out with his Walker, who it's always magically healed. Mm-hmm. He gets in the ring, starts beating up Moxley as well, busts him open. Screams in the camera, you wanted violence, you got it. Which I thought, again, good line. Um, you know. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. It's just, it, it's Mox so, it, bleeding. it's just yeah. fucking telegraphed. Like, yeah. it's, it's telegraphed. And part of that is, is like, you and I have been watching wrestling right. so long. Sometimes the the fun gets taken out right. of it. Uh, but I will say that I, the thing with, with Mark Sterling, my complaint about it is, it was goofy, but not fun. Everything about it was real goofy. The lead up in the before, like kicking him, getting you know, getting him out of the, the locker room, all that stuff. Him in there, you know, him uh, wearing like the padded, yeah, shirt him wearing the stuff, padded yeah. shirt and stuff, like all of that. Like, granted, it's not something I want to see. It's actually the, this whole thing that they've been doing is actually something AEW promised they wouldn't be doing, yeah, which is a big thing. Like this is like Shane McMahon kind of shit that they said they wouldn't be doing. And they do. But if it was fun, I could have got away with it. And I think they mistook Goofy for fun. And I, I didn't feel it was fun. It was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, this is – look at that. This is Goofy. Ha ha. You know, like the only thing they didn't do was like strip him down to with like his bikini cut briefs and yeah. embarrass him in that way. You know, they didn't Howard Finkel him. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So it is what it is. We all knew it was coming. It's not like, you know, Smart Mark was going to do anything. Um you know, they're too concerned about rankings to, you know, have Sterling get the – like have Wardlow interfere, interfere and Sterling get the pin oh, for course. Moxley to walk in the pay-per-view extra pissed off. They're not sure. going to do that kind of thing. I don't – and the ratings – the rankings, I think, is the only thing holding that back because otherwise they just do that. Why not? But they don't do that. They don't they don't do like screw job losses or anything because that will affect the rankings too much and they take put too much value into them. But, yeah, it was what it was. Yeah, I mean, the beatdown was fine. Like, it was like that classic, like, yeah. you know, yeah, all of a sudden, like, kind of chicken shit heels. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to take advantage and let the vicious side come out, which Flair used to do that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it used to happen. So, right. and I don't think Sterling did a bad job. I just think no, it was, I think it was poorly all. planned. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was the end of Dynamite. That was. So, let's talk NXT Super Tuesday, which. Not really a ton to talk about because there was one really long match. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're kicking it off. Wade Barrett's back on commentary, which I think he's going to be. Talking, I think they offered a him a contract. Good. He's 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 good he's at good. commentary. He's a good talker. He's, yeah, he's very good. He's a dude they mistreated and they really shouldn't they have. They fucking really did. So. Oh, that bums me out. Yeah. Um, we're starting this off with a street fight, and I instantly got excited. Because mm-hmm. Legado Del Fantasma came out. 
jeans, not wearing knee gear. pads over the jeans, ready for a street ready fight. To fucking fight. The way you're supposed to do a I was street like, fight. These guys get it. They, yep. Then this is why they're fucking awesome. I love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, going up against Swerve Scott and Brizongo. Brizongo's wearing their normal gear, but Swerve even come out wearing like the t-shirt most of the time. Like yeah. you know, ready ready for a fight, mm-hmm. which is cool. Um, match itself goes about 12 minutes. Um, Brizongo gets the win after uh, Scott hits Escobar with that like sick looking driver thing. right it's a cool move I, I, don't, I don't know the name of it or anything yeah. um what do i love about that what do you love about what that the champ about that about the end of that match that he pinned the champ the champ takes a pin in a yeah. non-title tag match to help build the feud yeah something AEW doesn't fucking do <laughs> uh but yeah legato del fantasma continues to be fucking right. killer they're great i I felt a little weird because, like, it's a street fight and you miss certain spots because of commercials. Yeah, and, which like, sucks. focusing on the wrong guy here yeah. and there. Yeah, which, you know. It's all right, though. But, it yeah, Matt, fun. I enjoyed the shit out of I it. I did. I love Legato del Fantasma. They're yes. phenomenal. I, I do have one very minor complaint about this match, and it's not even about the match. It's also a commentary complaint by Beth Phoenix, who they don't show on camera anymore. She's uh, she's home. Oh, really? She's doing commentary from Mara home? Mara was doing the same thing. Really? Yep. Oh yeah, they do the because co- their shows are taped. Okay, oh that's so, cool. So they do the commentary from home. But is she just like working in with those guys, or yeah. like? But so they do they all three of them do the commentary after. I don't. They I don't know if they do it after. Or they might. She's they just might, like they skyped might, in. Yeah, live. she's probably skyped oh, in. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Uh, Fandango puts the uh, the ladder over his head. And, and doesn't do the Terry Funk. Well, but he, he does. He spin. He does like a couple spins with it and stuff. He doesn't do like the straight run or whatever. But Beth called it a unique ladder attack, and I was like, no, it wasn't. Damn you, Beth Phoenix. Right. I was like, come on. Come on. That, that's, let's go. The, Terry Funk has like a proxy on Twitter now. Let's get with the times, Beth hey, Phoenix. Isn't it crazy? It is. It's awesome. I love Terry. Terry Funk answered a question of mine the other day, and I couldn't be happier. Did you cry? No. Almost. Almost. I mean, I'm crying <laughs> most days anyway, but. Wow. Yep. I mean, it's true. Welcome to DJ's depression. Right. All right. That was a, a, a twist. <laughs> oh, but yeah. No, I really like this match. Legato del Fantasma uh, very quickly becoming my favorite thing to see on these shows. Seriously. I'm, I'm right there with you. Especially a show like this. More on that later. Um, Tegan Knox video package talking about, like, her history with Candice LeRae, which yeah. I never knew anything like that they had. It was always, like, Tegan and Dakota. Yeah. Nobody was ever like, oh, hey, Candice. Like, yeah. Eh. So it's, it's weird. Okay. Well, um, whatever. But yeah, uh, mm-hmm. next match we get the aforementioned Candice LeRae against mm-hmm. Casey Canzaro. Yes, three minutes. Uh, Candice wins by the uh, Super Dragon curb stomp. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, thank God. Uh, uh, I thought Casey looked good though. I thought she did some cool stuff. She's still super green, but she's—they're giving her some like quick little lucha stuff to do, and she's doing a fine enough job with it. I like Candice being pissed off though. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, a lot, she's a lot more interesting. Uh, now. Yeah, mean, mean Candice is way more interesting than whiny mean Gargano. Uh, afterwards, she uh, wants to talk. She says, "Gets on the mic, wants to talk things over with Tegan." Yeah, invites her to the house for dinner. So oh, great! So I'm sure we'll have that next week. Uh, backstage, Rhea cuts a promo. She's sick of Mercedes Martinez, and that we need to have a cage match. Why? I thought the same thing. I was like, it didn't get to that yet. Nope. You haven't even had a single a a cage normal match. match. Yeah. I, is this not professional wrestling? You build to a cage match. Yeah. I don't understand. You have a regular match, then you have a small gimmick, then you blow it off in the cage. Yeah. You don't jump right you to the cage Yeah, you just match. don't go right to the cage. Like, unless, like, I don't know, you shoot 
her puppy or something. Right. Like right. then you go to a cage, right. but like you what can't the skip fuck? you can't skip to a triple dog dare and you don't go right to the cage. These are just simple rules of life. It's just what it is. You don't tug on Superman's cage yeah, either. You don't piss in the wind. Exactly. Uh next match we have Bronson Reed. Colossal Bronson Reed. I'm telling you, I came around on him. They dropped the thick boy. Thank fucking God. Going up against Timothy Thatcher. Yes. When at first when I saw this, I'm like, man, this is gonna be like a weird clash of styles. Uh-huh. Uh, it went like five minutes. It fucking worked. Uh-huh. I thought it was a good match. Thatcher won. Um, I wish I I kind of wish I had a little more time. Yeah, you know, poor Bronson Reed. Uh, new nickname, new music, and a loss. Well, because there was outside interference by one of redacted. the member of the redacted club, <laughs> the member of the redacted scumbag. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I, I actually enjoyed the yeah. sh- I enjoyed the match. I was like, it was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, what this does is it moves Thatcher up to become a little more like mainstream main eventer sort of thing, a little more important. And then Bronson gets the shift over to the match with Redacted. Yeah, like uh, I thought Thatcher was like getting thrown around pretty, yeah. like, bumping around good. But yeah. still, like if he gets a hold of one of your limbs, it's like he's gonna fucking kill yeah. you. You know, somebody got in, in Bronson's ear and was like, "Hey." Get mean? Yeah, get mean. Stop, <laughs> stop trying to be happy. Stop trying to be fun. Wrestle like a big like, dude. Let's wrestle you like a let's let's let you wrestle like a big dude. We'll give you a cooler name. Yeah, we'll get rid of thick boy, Ugh. and uh, maybe you can start killing people for real. Yeah, get mean, dude. Yeah. Um, Mercedes Martinez accepts for his challenge for next week. Great. Yes. All right, main event time. So I uh, I stopped. I watched the first hour of this Tuesday, and then I was like, I'm I'm not sitting through an Iron Man match right now. Because uh, I had Dark to watch. Or no, I watched Dark first. But either way, it was late. And I was like, I'm not doing Iron Man match now. So I watched this after AEW yesterday, Wednesday. Sort of normal. So for the NXT Championship, a four-way Iron Man match. Adam Colbebe, Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano, mm-hmm. Tommaso, Shampa. Yes. Guess how long this went? An hour. Very good. Proud of Thank you. Thank you. Um, I mean, it had to. Well, well. That's very very good, DJ. I'm glad you pick up on things. Proud of you. Listen, I, I know it's quarter to twelve. Uh, listen, but. every now and then I get something right. <laughs> uh, the way this match ends in a draw. Mm-hmm. So it leaked out like earlier on Tuesday how it ends. It like, and I read it. Yeah. And I was like, all right, like. Weird, but I want to see how they get yeah. there. So I'll tell you this: I uh, I didn't watch it, but I saw the spoiler and read it because I don't care if the match is good. Spoil, I don't care who wins. It's like spoilers are fine. Uh, I was at the, my local comic establishment uh, this week, hanging out with Mister Joe Sposto, and the uh, proprietor of said comic book store is a uh, a wrestling fan, but older school wrestling fan. We talk AWA a lot, stuff like cool. that. But he saw this was happening, and he knows these names. He's familiar with what's going on. He's like, I know these four guys. They're very, they're very talented guys from what he's seen. He's like, I'm going to tune in and watch this because it's an Iron Man match. It's an hour-long one. That's cool. This hasn't been done before. And he was like, you would think if they make me invest an hour in a match, they'd want to have payoff. He goes, isn't that what wrestling's supposed to do? And I was like, yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing. Like, I didn't like it. Most people didn't like it. So, like, me, lifelong wrestling fan, current wrestling fan, him, you know, uh, watched wrestling for a very long time, but is, you know, here and there, spotty at best. He also didn't like it. Like, that's not, it's just not, I don't know, it just doesn't make any sense. Don't uh, make me invest an hour for nothing. 
I the match itself I actually liked. Put me to sleep. Well, it's an hour long. I fell asleep. You fall asleep at the like like the snap of a finger. <laughs> I fall asleep at boring wrestling matches. Yes, that's um, true. I but I actually I it wasn't bad. Um, from what I read, they gave him like 24 hours notice okay. to be like, oh, hey, by the way, tomorrow you're wrestling a 60-minute Iron Man match, yeah. which made sense because a lot of the spots were a lot of laying around and weight on the outside. Yeah, that, my biggest problem is that is that the way they had it structured, and that makes sense. I, I, I hadn't realized it was taped, but there was only really ever two guys in a ring at a time. The one guy take a powder, another guy come in, those two would wrestle, the other guy take yeah. a powder, another guy come in. They didn't really do a ton of four-person in the ring stuff. Now... Listen, the tie finish kind of sucks. I don't like yeah. it. During the last, like, ten seconds, though, I was like, hmm. Yeah. Like, if I didn't know what was going to happen, that, I would have been like, whoa. That last pinfall was timed very well. Yeah, they did a great job very on well. Um But, yeah, there's a tie, which makes it feel pointless, yes. which sucks. It makes it pointless. Um, they announced that next week... It will be Finn Balor versus Adam Cole yes. for the NXT title. Yeah. Which, I, I guess it's got to be Balor, right? I, I would not, I, I would not bet on that. I don't know. The Cole just had it forever. But if they put it back on Cole, they can have him run with it until it, they reset with Cross again. Yeah, it, I guess it depends on how long. But, like, here, so here's the fucking problem. So, during the match, I literally, there was a point where all four were laid out in the ring. Uh-huh. And my, my stupid brain starts, and I'm going, look at all these four men mm-hmm. in their wrestling panties. Mm-hmm. There's, like, no real gimmick to any of them. Any of them, yep. Um... Gargano's the only clear-cut heel. Yep. I guess Ciampa after last sure. week. Cole. Too, Ciampa, Ciampa has the problem. He's too likable. He's overcome too much yep. of the story. He's too likable. He's too likable. Cole. He, he's not a heel yet. Cole's doing the weird tweener thing. Yep. Bauer's doing the weird tweener so thing. Like the anti-hero doing. shit, whatever. Yeah, right. And that's why I'm going on. Like, like, so you get to the end and you're mm-hmm. like, I don't. I don't have a preference. Right. I, like, there's no burning, like, fuck, Bauer needs to win. I'm like, if he wins, cool. Right. If Cole wins, fine. The, the interge- I, I don't know. It's weird. Right. The interjection of somebody lower on the card into this match, instead of, a like, a Gargano, uh, really, he'd be the most easily one removed. And I know people love him. But, and I, I like him a lot, too, as a wrestler. I don't like this current gimmick. But... Taking him out and putting a Cameron Grimes or a Bronson Reed or I don't even know who else they have at the top of the card that they can or in the middle of the card they can push in, but doing that and having that person get that last minute win to move on makes this match matter more because it's like oh shit there's a there's at least someone in mid card here maybe somebody with a character not that there's a ton of characters on yeah. that show uh, that's why I say Cameron Grimes and I know I favor him but at least it's a character. And he's mid card, and this can help elevate him. You'd, you're not going to have him win the title, but having him get that last minute—did he actually do this? Maybe he screws somebody over to get that last minute pin. Makes it more interesting than just guys who have been there and have stayed there for no real reason. Balor hasn't done shit in NXT lately for him to be in that main event picture to me. So I, I, I get what you're saying. I'll, I'll play devil's advocate here. Son of a bitch. Um, you. 
you put your four biggest names in there, I think. I get I why think, they I, did I that. I think sure. you, you have to do that to make it more unpredictable because there's no clear cut who's going to win this. Right. Um, obviously, with without reading spoilers, like I, I wouldn't have fucking known who was going to win it. No. You know? um, even like next week. Like like you said, yeah. Like even if you get the the mid card guy a chance for next week, mm-hmm. are they gonna pull a trigger and have the mid card guy win? No. But if you do it right, people can think they have a chance. And and I, and I and I get that, but like next week, like I don't know who's gonna win. Right. I I don't know. Yeah. Like if it could go either way, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where if it was say like yeah. a, like a Cole Grimes, mm-hmm. you're going all right. Yeah, Cole's, Cole's gonna, gonna win. win. Of course. You know. So yeah. I, I could see what you're saying, but I also look at it as like, yeah, it's it's a you, bigger. I want more. I guess I don't know more uncertainty. It's, yeah, it's a bigger company problem because those four guys are all they have for the main event. Oh, and it definitely There's is, nobody I mean, else. Listen, they've gotten snake bitten with Cross. That right. sucks. Stinks. Uh, but even with him, there's only five guys that can swing in at a main event. But even with Lee moving up, like mm-hmm. you couldn't. So, so that's two guys right there. Right. You know, like, you can't predict that shit. Right. You know, it's... It's just... It, it you know, sucks. You gotta figure out a way to build this, the middle the middle talent up, and putting the belt on on Punishment Martinez ain't doing that. <laughs> and I um, agree, like, wrestling, you gotta build your talent. You gotta, you gotta, I, I agree with you a you, thousand percent. You gotta build your talent, or you're stuck with a 50-year-old Masahiro Chono who can barely walk. As your champ, you're right. It's just what it's it is. Your, hey, listen, I'm not going to argue that with you at all. You know, I'm I'm with you 100. Right. I just get for the short term. Yes, you, you gotta they, they are you gotta go with your, with your big guns. They're in a bind. They had to figure it out. I get it. Not my pick. Well, half of my pick, I guess. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even have had Cole sniffing this title again. I wouldn't have either. See, but if anything, yeah, I would have had Bauer Champa. Bauer Champa. That was my. That, that, that would have been my that pick. Would have been the it's way. It's a to better go. match. It's a match. I don't know that we've seen at least not recently. I don't think so. No. And like, I just I think they would just fit a little better. And you know, well, like we both said last even week, even promo wise, they'd work off each other a little better. And we both said last week, like you have Champa win this. Mm-hmm. Hold it until Cross comes back, and boom, there's your Great. story. You got it already. It's yep. right there. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think we both said last week, don't overthink these things nope. when they're right in front right, of you. Right there. Just do it. Yep, Occam's razor. The simplest explanation you know? is often the correct one. Just go yeah. with the simple thing. And part of it is, are they nervous about Champa? Sure. You know? Yeah. Could be. Sure. I mean, that's always going to be there. Right. You know? It's, it, and that's the thing. They have to decide. Shit or get off the pot. And I, Are and they going to be I nervous with, with him and never do anything substantial with him? Because that sucks for him. Well, and then that's the Finn Bauer effect from his first right. match. Right. I mean, you put the belt on him, he gets hurt no fault of his own. Right. And they never trusted him ever again. Right. You know? So, but what do you do? That's unfair to that guy. Those guys who are great talents, who, you know, could be really good with that title... You run that risk. I get it. You're, you know, the championship's important. It's, it's what it's, it's supposed to at least guide your whole show. Absolutely. Uh, but you know, if, if Champa is there and he's healthy, you, you can't treat him like he's fragile. And I do agree with you so about that. You're, you gotta, you, you, you are just, right. You gotta let him go. And if, if it is, and we don't know if this is all speculation, but of course. But if if it is, Purely that they fucking don't, speculation. Right. If if they don't trust him because of his injury, that's unfair to him when he can be bringing so much more to the table. Him Balor sparring with words back and forth, Balor doing like the the uh, you know I don't watch the industry, the industry watches me, and Champa being like just shut up, like like works so much better than than cocky heel versus cocky and, tweener. And why does the match have to be next week? 
Right. Why can't you build it right. next week, hype it the fuck right. up, show a little history on like yes. listen, you want to fill your show a little bit? Mm-hmm. Show a little history about them. Right. Show how they've they're both previous champs. Show yeah. how they got there. And then just boom, the week after. Do it that way. Right. I mean I don't know. Obviously, you know, armchair quarterback and right. but of course. still, that's just the way I would go. Yeah. Um so that was the end of NXT. So let's, uh, you know, real quick, match from each show. Oh, God damn Match it. overall. Okay. <laughs> show overall. The Man. disappointment in your voice. Listen, you know, uh, I, I, don't, I didn't hate either of these shows, honestly. I wish they had done things drastically different in certain cases. But it wasn't like a, I hate these shows. It's just it's, it was one of the weeks where it's hard to pick what was the best because it was all sort of that middle ground. Right? I'm with you. Um, it wasn't that there was good stuff, just not a ton of it rose above. And some of it is not the wrestling's fault. Some of it is the direction's fault, the, the way that the show was shot's fault. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll start with AEW, and I am going to have to say, I, I, oh, my God, it's so, I don't know. I have a feeling we're, we're – both going to go the same this week. Well, because so there's it's five matches on yep. AEW. It's it got to be the, the the street fight, the the fun street fight between Santana and Ortiz and the best friends. Same. It's got the best story. It is the most fun. The street fight looked good, even though it wasn't a street fight. It started off like the ref had to look away a lot, but it was still fun. It's telling a story that I'm engaged in without any sort of titles. Couldn't I honestly couldn't care less about the AEW titles right now. They've made sure of that shit. Because um, they, I mean, they had a show leading into their pay-per-view that we didn't even see the, the Brody Leon. Like, yeah, yeah, he doesn't have a match as a pay-per-view. Right. So what the fuck's the well, point of the TNT like, title? Then? I know, I know. What's the point of it? Uh, well, he even in his celebration last week, he said he goes, "I'm not defending this every week." Right, but like, it's your mid card title. It was it was main eventing your shows three weeks ago. Even when, and I Brody Lee is one of the better wrestlers on your roster. You're not going to use him. I agree. There should be somebody, but even like like Santana and Ortiz versus these like uh, yeah. versus best friends. Yeah, they don't have a match on the pay per view. Right, weird. Yeah. But but the young bucks do against yeah for like for against Jurassic Express just to, just to force them on the card <laughs> yeah that's the shit that pisses me off the most about the young bucks I don't like them as wrestlers but I know people do but if you if you are a young buck fan and you don't see how they're forcing themselves onto these cards for no reason because they want to be in the spotlight that's my biggest problem with them is that they push and hold down other talent they think they make you think that they're they're promoting people you make you think they're putting private party over but private party one rode that high for a few weeks and then was off goddamn tv like they they make you think they're doing good for the business and good for the people around them when in reality they just want to be be at the, be at the top that's all they want yeah anyway santana and ortiz best friends for aew to counter that the street fight between Legado del Fantasma and Brazongo and Swerve as the NXT match. Same. Uh, because this is the most complete match on NXT. It was the best match by far. But Candice LeRae, Casey was a bit of a squash. Bronson Thatcher was good, but too short. And had a member of, of the Redacted Club in there. And the Iron Man match, I just, I, it didn't do it for me. The, the Even the ending aside, uh, and no, knowing, like, I didn't, didn't think about this, but knowing that they had, like, a day to put it together, that's a pretty big feat for them. Um, that's a, but like, that's impressive. you put those four guys in a ring in a match that's never happened before. I'm like, we're going to go. And they didn't. So because of that, 
uh, it's got to be the oh, street man, fight. We, I needed a vignette of old man Champa running through snow while like young stud Cole's running bleachers. Right. Uh, but Phantasma coming out in the jeans with the knee pads, that's how you do it. That's how you prepare for a street fight. So NXT, that's my match of the night, or mat, yeah, match of that show. Match of the night, it is also that. It, that's, it was the most fun. I love seeing Legato de Same. Phantasma. I'm, I'm right there with you this uh, week. They're just a ton of fun, man. And, uh, you know, Brazongo looking good, Swerve looking good. You know, Champ losing, in a, getting the pin in a, in a tag match is what I like to see. And God, my show of the night. That's a rough one. Man, it's got, I guess it's NXT. Uh, Dynamite wasn't bad for a go-home show. wasn't very good. Yeah. Should they have a, they seem to have an issue with that. The two weeks before their pay-per-views are usually really good. Yep. And then the week before they, they don't know what to do. Um, so yeah, it, they did some good stuff, but just you know, forcing that Bucks thing like that didn't have that didn't belong here at all. You could have spent that time building up some other matches. Um, I didn't know that like that some of these guys didn't have matches on the on the show, and that's that really stinks. So that's what it is. NXT for me, same. Yeah, I, I'm I'm the same with it right, right across the board. Uh, good man. I know like that Iron Man match that's gonna sway a lot of people. Like mm-hmm. you know, either you either you like it or you don't. Whatever. Right. I don't. It's, it was. It was fine to me. Again, the ending kind of left a sour note, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, like I want to see. I want to see more Thatcher Reed. Yeah. I, it was getting going. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, mean, that uh, got, that street fight was fucking fun. Listen, you know, we're almost at the end of 2020. You know, it's still a few more months, but it's it's a lot closer than you, I think I ever realized gonna, it was going to be. It's fucking September and, already, you know, man. Uh, Bronson Reed has making a strong case for breakout star of the year. He's there. turned his shit around. I like it a lot. Um, so. But yeah, I went NXT this week as well. Good. Do you have ratings, pal? Because um, I don't. I didn't because they didn't go. Oh, they were head to head, so it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, I just know like NXT drew like eight hundred. I think eight twenty five. Yeah. And then AEW was over nine. Yeah. Uh, but again, they didn't go head to head, so I didn't. Yeah, I didn't give a shit. That's fine. So that's, that's all we'll do then, since they didn't, the, I I don't know the numbers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I that, them not being head to head is really messed me up. Yeah. And there's a strong possibility that they stay that way because, you know, NXT, uh, you know, WWE likes the the ratings boost. They were, they did jump in the top ten because there was yeah. basically no competition. Uh, and so you know, I, part of me is like, there's no way WWE admits defeat and be, is the first to bow down, like back away from that's, this. That's like the only thing that I'm Pride. like. There's no fucking way they do right. it. But if they do. I mean, will it be better for wrestling overall? Probably. Yeah, sure. But I think it was going to add another night of wrestling. It could honestly open up both shows to be better because they won't have to worry about each other so much. And whether they say they are or not, they definitely are. Of course. So they're trying to counter program against each other. And instead of doing that, just being able to go out and put on the best show they could without having to worry, well, what's going to be on at this time? Can we draw viewers away from a Moxley match? Can we draw, you know. Just put on a good show. I think it really could help both. Yeah, because NXT is going to be on Tuesday again next week. Yeah, and listen, we'll see. Like once like playoffs and shit are done, right? Who knows? Who knows? Because I think AEW they're going to have another week in September where they're getting preempted yeah. again. So yeah, you know these networks. Listen, they're always going to put 
real sports right. ahead of the wrestling show. Sure. It's just the way it fucking is. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to talk about it uh, if, you know, and just prepare. Just have a have a plan in place if uh, if the Wednesday Night War do, does, in fact, come to an end. We'll figure that out. We're not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll figure some stuff out and, uh, we'll just be like the show. I'll, I'll come up with a funny symbol and we'll be the show formerly known as the Wednesday Night War. FKA, baby. So. Well, before we leave you this week, we do have to run down. Oh God. All right. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We'll go through it quick. Okay. There's nine matches. One of them is on the pre-show. The buy-in, I think they call it, right? That's their, their gimmick. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one is going to be Britt Baker going up what's, against... What's this pay-per-view called? All Out. All Out, okay. Britt Baker versus Big Swole in a tooth and nail match. What does that even mean? Don't fucking know, but apparently it's going to be filmed within Baker's uh, dentist office. Really? That's what they're I've doing been... A, they're doing a cinematic match? Is Baker still hearing. not healed all the way, maybe? Maybe not. Okay. Um, but yeah. Okay. Uh... I'm going to go Baker. Okay. I mean, she's returning. It's on her home turf. They need Baker to rise up the ranks to face Sheeta. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be it's gonna be the good doctor. Yeah. Next match. Now, this is, I, I, again, match order. I don't know. That's I'm just fine. going by by mm-hmm. Wiki. Uh, Matt, do, do Wiki? Do Wikipedia. Okay. Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara oh, in a broken rules match. Where if Hardy loses, he must leave AEW. Really? So Matt Hardy's winning. Vince Russo's booking this shit, right? Oh, dude. Does every match other than that Young Bucks one have a step? Almost. Okay, great. Uh, (laughs) So, wait. Does Matt Hardy leave or does a broken Matt Hardy leave? It just says if Hardy loses, he must leave AEW. So he's going to win. Yeah, but that does shit for Sammy. I agree with you. Ugh. Unless it was a short-term contract, I'm saying Sammy just to be the just to just to hope and pray. Fingers crossed that they do something right. <laughs> All right, tag match. Because uh, why the fuck not? Jurassic Express versus the Young Bucks. <laughs> Young Bucks. Young Bucks. Um, Eight-man tag team match uh, to fight for the honor of Cody Rhodes. We have the team of the Dark Order, which is Brody Lee, Colt Cabana, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson, mm-hmm. going up against the ragtag group of Scorpio Sky, the Natural Nightmares, and uh, Matt Cardona, yeah, the fucking Broski. Uh, I'm gonna say the uh, Nightmare Family and adjacent, um, with Cardona getting the pin. Given, um, given, given Broski the big old, the big Winsky. I'm going to go Dark Order. Okay. I don't have a, I don't know why. Because it, because it doesn't matter. Because it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, the 21 participant casino battle royale, where the winner will receive a future AEW world championship match. Uh, I, Do I'm going to run through? No, I don't, because <laughs> uh, I'm voting with my heart here, and uh, I'm going Eddie Kingston for the win. Okay. I'm going to go Austin Gunn. No. Is he in it? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. What a pick that would be. Dark Horse pick. Put your money down. Um, uh, I'm going to go with... 
They're all tag I'll guys. Say, yeah, I'll say Eddie as well. Okay. Because think they're all tag guys. Darby's got his shit with Starks. Archer's gonna have his shit with Cage. Right. Pentagon, Phoenix, Butcher, and Blade. It's just and oh god, if it's Sean Spears, Kingston's oh. Kingston's going to force everybody, all his cronies, to to pair off against the other guys to keep them off of him. He's going to take advantage. Become, Don't you become call the, the butcher a crony. Well, become the biggest <laughs> heel in the company and go for that title. I would love it. Oh, my God. Mox They're all tag Mox. guys otherwise. Oh. That's, it's just, it, to me, it just makes a ton of sense. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, singles match for the AEW Women's World title. Hikaru Shida versus Thunder Rosa. Will and Shida. Gotta be. It has to be. I, I don't and I actually think that Rosa's pretty good. Oh, I do too. But, but it's got to be Sheeta. You got to build her up. Got to. I, I would, even though they don't put her on TV. Um, well, they don't put any women on TV because <laughs> Jr's afraid they're going to break a nail. Yeah. So that's a Tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Titles. Mm-hmm. Kenny Omega and Hangman Page against FTR with Titty Blanchard. Titty Blanchard, um, living here on Thin and Titty Blanchard. <laughs> I'm going to say this is finally the end of this saga. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go FTR. Okay. I don't know who's going to turn on who with Omega and Page. Well, but the Young Bucks also haven't given Page they his give revenge, receipt. right? So then that turns Omega on the Bucks also. Or vice versa. Again, who hates who? I don't fucking know anymore. Right. But I also agree with you. It's got to go on FTR. We got to get you those belts think, interesting and wrestled for every week. I think it's, it's got to. It has to, right? Yeah. All right. Um, in a Mimosa Mayhem match where uh, the match can be won by pinfall submission or throwing the opponent into a vat of Mimosa, mm-hmm. we have Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Orange Cassidy. Yeah. We'll all see. the it's fucking be. way. So. So one, this is the it's a rubber match. <laughs> Two, Jericho needs to, to make up for that horrible mousetrap mistake that he made. Three, Jericho any chance he gets to get thrown into alcohol, right. he's going to take right. it. He's going to have a straw in his pocket. He's going to drink the whole thing. Alcohol. That's right. <laughs> Who likes tequila? <laughs> uh, yeah, OC all the way. Uh, I, hit me up on Twitter for more of my Paul Stanley impression. <laughs> yes, please. Um, <laughs> All right. It's be very familiar with Kiss Alive and the song called Gin, but I've been told it's a very good Paul Stanley impression. It's so fucking good. I wish I could do it. It's so fucking good. Um, All right. Is there anything else? The main event. That's not the main event? What kind of travesty is that? Oh, Mox. (laughs) Uh, Well, there you go. Uh, For the AEW world title, where Mox is banned from using the paradigm shift. Uh So he's just going to win with the Gotch Moxley style versus MJF. It's Mox. I, oh, God. I'm going to say Mox. I, don't, I hope they don't put it on MJF. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I can see him winning with the Gotch. Yeah. A little mm-hmm. shout out to, to yeah, the homie I think Minoru. So. I think so. Um, but, yeah, that's Saturday. Brandy, no Brandy match? Don't, I guess she don't should. put that. In well, the I'm, so I guess she, she's coming out with the extended nightmare family, and again, she, I'm sure her and Anna J are going to square off in the ring and do something horrible. Just don't, okay. don't put that into the world, please. All right. Well, you know, usually we pick the same, and we're we're pretty close here. Two, we got two differences, so we can we can still tie on this one, but we'll see what happens. Last time we were terrible. We're, oh yeah, we were pretty we bad. Were real we? bad. 
that NXT show. That's good though. I yeah, don't want to fucking surprise me. Yeah, I'm about that life. Yeah, so do good things, not dumb things. Yes. Don't, don't surprise <laughs> me with go. dumb things. Surprise me with good things. <laughs> All right. So that's it. That is week. it. Um, I guess we're watching All Out on Sunday, right? Cause yeah. We have some other business to be, attend to. We're going to be at Camp Blood at the Mahoning Drive-In. A.K.A. I'm throwing a birthday party and you're all invited to Mahoning yes. to watch horror movies. But it's sold out, so you, hopefully you already got your VIP chance. exclusive, dude. Wow. Uh, if I didn't invite you, tough shit. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. We're going to be there. So uh, we will cover the, the pay-per-view, but it will be Sunday night at some point. Um, yeah. Not super late, because we'll probably be watching it at a reasonable-ish hour. Um, mostly because uh, my wife, Michelle, wants to watch the Mimosa Mayhem and maybe well, weigh in. Because she booked it. And she may weigh in on the show about what she thought of it. She booked it. She did book it. That's true. She figured that shit out before everybody. That being said, we'll talk to you all. or Well, you'll hear from us on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, but before that, check us out on the interwebs. At Wednesday Warpod on Twitter, Wednesday Night Warpodcast.com to find the show. But if you're listening to this, you already found it. So just tell a friend to go there. Uh, what else? What else do we have? Soon to be named Network, our podcasting home away from home. Uh, I mean, our podcasting home. I don't know why it's away from anywhere. Uh, at STBN Network, soon to be named Network.com. Uh, our friends there, Final Wrestling Place. Uh, what else we got? At Odds with Wrestling, Longbox Heroes, and then Adjacent Network Friends, Pod Van Dam, so on and so forth. Uh, I don't know who's on the network and, or not. I'm, I'm a, I say this all the time. I'm a terrible network member. So you're bad at networking? I am. I'm horrible at networking. Well, that shit. I am. But anyway, visit those things. Listen, don't forget about Porch Talk. We, well, Porch Talk is the greatest podcast to ever exist. I, uh, Easily, I, I don't even have to say it. But go to be soon to be named network. Uh, they have all the posts up. Even if someone from not uh, not in the network is featuring someone who is in the network, they'll be posted there. I may have a guest spot or two lined up uh, really? for myself on some different uh, on some different shows or different show. But uh, but yeah, it's 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 a while off. But anyway, uh, so go there, check those guys out. They're friends. We love them all. Um, and uh, is that it? Did I hit everything? Um, Personals. Well, you can check out our homeboys at the pod that dreaded sundown. Ooh. They are going to be. Right. I think they're only picking one Friday the 13th movie to yeah, review. And they, pick, and they picked six, like dummies. I mean. I love six, but it's no four. I mean, what is? Nothing. <laughs> what is, though? That's, that's you know, you could have went with that, but. At least they didn't pick seven. That is true. <laughs> I was describing Friday the 13th Part 7 to someone today at work about how it's Jason Jason <laughs> battling a, a telekinetic girl with basically Jason enters a room and then like a toaster sloppily floats across the screen and hits him in the head. Is that the worst Friday the 13th? No. Jason Goes to Hell? Jason Goes to Hell okay. is worse. Remember watching that at the drive? Yeah, last it's terrible. Year? It was the last movie of the weekend, and yeah. we're like, "God fucking damn it!" Yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> uh, Jason Jason takes Manhattan is pretty bad, but I love it so very much. Same, I'm so, the same way. Yeah, Jason goes to hell is definitely the worst. <laughs> what a what a piece of shit. But yeah, they're doing uh, part six. So yep. shout out to them. We'll be seeing them this weekend. Our, our very good homeboys there. Yes. Um. But yeah, personals. 
You can find me at BrettXEdge570. Um, I've been kind of taking a little bit of a Twitter hiatus. Because you're smart. Yeah, just, you know, yeah, living life a little bit, mm-hmm. trying a little bit more. Um, that's why half the shit I was just like, oh, that happened? I yeah. didn't, like, I don't know. It's trying. Why Man. not? I tweet about the Flyers. That's it. There you go. That's about fucking it. Game seven, bitch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you want to talk to me, if I'm on, talk to me about the Flyers. Okay. Talk to me about wrestling. Uh, talk to me about horror movies because I can't get enough. Right. You can uh, You can find me at the Dooge, T-H-E-D-O-O-G-E. And if you would all out there in internet land want to do me a favor, log on to Twitter, sign up for Twitter, create a burner for Twitter. And uh, settle the argument I had between uh, myself and the boar today. Oh, what are you getting into it with the boar? He said Taco Bell was not a good fast food oh, restaurant. Oh, come on, boar! And you know, uh, you know, the guy is—he's—he's he is bigger than me. He is—he's a genuine hoss. I'm a broken down hoss. Uh, I'm slightly larger than. Did the anybody back that opinion? Hoss. Yes. Who? Uh, Joe Sposto. You're kicked out of the neighborhood, Joe. Right. That's it. It's just what Sorry. it is. It's just what it is. No more Mr. Softy truck uh, for you, buddy. So uh, this weekend, I will be visiting Taco Bell twice, and I promise the boar that I will dedicate my Taco Bell visits to him. We should send the boar some pictures of our Taco Bell. Right. <laughs> so that's an argument. So so sign Didn't up. Didn't he fucking say he hates peanut butter, too, or some yeah, shit? Yeah, I like, guess so. Yeah. So God log damn, in, sign on, up, man. create a burner. And uh, settle the argument about uh, Taco Bell being uh, quite possibly the best fast food. Yeah. Uh, and the, the Taco ca- Bell we go to. The Cadillac of fast food. <laughs> the Lamborghini of fast food. <laughs> like like uh, guest of the show, Doug says, why well, drive a Chevy when you can drive a Cadillac? That's right. Uh, and the Taco Bell we go to shares a building with Arby's. So, A.K.A. Heaven. Right. It's perfect. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, to settle that argument, that's what I'm up to on Twitter. Uh, other than just yelling about how Jay, they need to get a mute button on JR's microphone. Uh, also, this weekend, if uh, you're not going to the Mahoning for Camp Blood, if you would, uh, and I would assume most of you aren't. <laughs> chances are you're not. If you are, they'll come say hello, right. but please stay distant while yes. doing it. Um, IndependentWrestling.tv. Use the promo code Mortis. It'll get you five days free. Mm-hmm. They announced the new series that they're doing this week. Did you see it? Did you hear about this? Did Camp, you read about this? Camp Leapfrog? No. But that's the thing. That's real. I didn't make that up. They, it debuted last night. All right. Well, I don't know what it's you're, about. You're going to have to fill me in. I don't I'm, know. I don't know. It's Camp Leapfrog. Um, no, it's The Masked Wrestler. Yes, I did see that, too. All right. Featuring one of the judges, Chris Statlander. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she's going to be on it. Oh, so. that's cool. AEW's not stopping her from doing that crap. No, so she's going to be on it. Um, I guess a former VH1 reality contestant on I Love New York and current wrestler Mr. Brickster. Okay. And independent wrestler and producer of the upcoming Paris is Bumping, Billy Dixon. I don't know who that is. Don't know either. Okay. I'm just I'm just reading off, what's, the, so I'm reading what's, off the press release what's the that Jerry pre- sent me, man. What's, All the, right? what's the premise? I'm guessing like the mass singer. Yeah, but what are they like? Are they going to be singing? Or are they going to be? Wrestling? Are they going to be like? Maybe like they're going to be under mass, and they're going to be guessing who the wrestler. Yeah, is? right. Like it's a you know like a wrestler that we all know, but under a hood trying to wrestle, wrestle not like themselves. So basically, the premise is it's a single elimination tournament to determine who will uh, they're going to be called the mystery opponent, mm-hmm. and they earn a title shot at mm. the independent wrestling championship who is currently on 
the snore horse. The catch, if you lose in the tournament, you must reveal your identity. He is not the best, the best, the best, the best, the best, the best, who should have that belt the best. That's true. I agree. Uh, so yeah, that's what they're uh, that's what they're doing. Yeah, and uh, in my my advertisement voice, Ooh. the Mass Wrestler is a joint project of IWTV and Cool Creative, the production team behind the creation of the Grammy Street Fight, Orange Cassidy versus Stokely Hathaway, coming to you live from a parking garage. <laughs> Come on, give Jerry some credit. Jerry's a scumbag. <laughs> Love Jerry, what a what a human being! I love Jerry too, but he's he's. Well, you can find this all on Jerry's Internet Wrestling Report. Right again, there's just the press release. Bro. Okay, all right. Did Jerry actually send you something? No, no. Jerry doesn't respond to emails. That would be really, <laughs> hold what, on. What am I back, back the fuck up. Yeah. Did you really just ask that question? I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jerry doesn't hey. get back to anybody. <laughs> God bless him. But yeah, that's uh, that's it. That's it for this week. That's it. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Yes, thank you. We do really, truly appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back on Sunday. We will be. See you then. Pro wrestling. Let's go. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini. Of Podcast Network. Now you're off, nerd.